Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I have for you a very special Christmas edition of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Today's guest is Nanika Tran, who had a Christmas-themed wedding at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she planned it and how everything turned out. So welcome, Nanika. Hello. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. I would love to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided you wanted to have your wedding, a wishes wedding, at Walt Disney World. We actually got engaged at Disneyland Paris, and it was literally on Christmas Eve the year prior. And so we wanted to keep up with the Christmas tradition and have our wedding on Christmas Eve the following year. And we absolutely love Christmas. It is our favorite season. We love spending time together with our families. And Christmas also brought along a lot of the holiday spirit and everyone is just completely happy and we knew we wanted to have a joyous celebration during one of the happiest seasons of the year. That's awesome. And was it always going to be a Disney wedding for you? Oh yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So how did your friends and family react when they found out where and when your wedding was going to be? They kind of expected it after the whole Disneyland Paris engagement, and we've been annual pass holders for a while as well. We're actually Orlando locals, so having a Disney wedding was just a no-brainer, and everyone was just very excited, and they knew that it would happen, and if we didn't have it at Disney, they would think we were crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you guys are locals. It must have been a different situation with your guest count. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to be there? Actually, we invited 40 and 41 showed up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think this is a first for the Disney Wedding Podcast. I've never heard of having more people show up than were invited. (laughs) Yes, yes, we had a surprise guest. That was one of the things that did not go as planned that day. We invited 40, hoping only 40 would come. We planned it for just friends and family, very close friends and immediate family members. We tried to keep it small because we didn't want to separate our distant family members from Christmas festivities at their houses. I mean, our families normally celebrate Christmas together anyway, so that's why we limited it. However, one of our guests had their parents show up, and uh, we had only planned for one of the parents to show up instead of both. So that was a surprise, and she actually did it to try to celebrate Christmas with her kids as well. So it it was still awesome because Disney was so accommodating. They allowed 
that extra person to sit in, have a plate, still join in with the festivities. So Disney handled it very smoothly. I actually didn't notice until we were already sitting down at the sweetheart table that there was an extra person. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that the Christmas spirit was extended to the extra guest. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Now, how did you guys choose your ceremony and reception venues? Well, the wedding pavilion was one of our top choices. We looked at other places like the boardwalk and within Epcot. We absolutely love the Japan location, but we decided that the wedding pavilion was more classy and easily decorated with what we wanted. And we wanted very simple decorations. So we decided on the wedding pavilion. And during one of the visits that we had, just a random visit with our annual passes, we saw it and our hearts said, okay, that's the one and we have to have it there. And with the reception, we actually had it at the California Grill. So the California Grill was just absolutely gorgeous already. It had that beautiful overlooking view of the park and of the lagoon. So we knew right off the bat, the reception had to be at the California Grill. Got it. Okay. So you mentioned that you wanted to keep your decor simple. Can you tell me about how you incorporated Christmas in your theme? I know especially colors can sometimes trip people up. They think, well, you know, I don't know about red and green with the blue of the wedding pavilion. How did you guys handle that? So we planned on just having red and golds and with a few pines just spruced up so there would be another pop of color. Even though the wedding pavilion is very prominently blue, it didn't seem to clash with the reds and the gold accents. So for us, it was very simple. We just had rose petals going along the aisle and at the altar, it was just two vases of flowers and a picture of my dad. So kept it very simple. That's great. And then what did you do for your reception decor? So the California Grill was already decorated with Christmas-themed items, so we didn't do too much on that end. Uh, It was just really the tables that we added, the Christmas pines and the Christmas pine cones, along with these roses that were floating in candle holders. And we had red tablecloths for the guests and a champagne-colored one for the sweetheart table and the cake table. And we tried to save on some of the flowers by using the bouquets that the bridesmaids had for the cake area and for the sweetheart table as well. Got it. These are great tips. Now, did you guys add any kind of entertainment to the reception? We had Mickey and Minnie come over and join us for the cake cutting and some photos with the family members. Oh, that's great. Did you do a DJ? No, we kept it very light, very simple. It was a morning wedding, so we wanted everyone in and out for 
the rest of Christmas Eve so they can spend it with their families. We tried to end everything by two. And really, we just had a couple of speeches. Mickey and Minnie come over, take photos with the guests. And after that, after lunch, we ate cake and everyone went on their way. <laughs> now, that's an interesting point, because sometimes I see people wonder, you know, if I'm doing the characters, but I'm not having a DJ, how does that work? Because you're used to having the DJ announce them and they play Hey Mickey and all that stuff. How did that work for you guys? We had one of Jeremy's sisters act as the MC, And so she introduced Mickey and Minnie and said they were coming in. And she was the one that led everything. And she told us, one, the cake was being cut when the cake was being served. And she moved everything along really smoothly. After the cake was done, she invited everyone over to take pictures with Mickey and Minnie. And she truly brought the itinerary all together. So everything kept flowing really smooth. And we didn't really need a DJ when she was so confident. She, she was the one that handled it all. That's wonderful. It sounds like you really picked the right person for the job. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors you can recommend from your reception? We absolutely love steak. And so the steak at the California Grill was absolutely amazing. We previously had a couple dinners there, and we knew that we absolutely loved the food at the California Grill. So when we found out that steak was an available option for it, we hopped on it, and we weren't deterred at all by the limited choices. I know that California Grill does not allow you to really modify your menu but we know that the California Grill absolutely serves great food and our guests absolutely loved it. And with cake flavors, my husband was the one that chose the bottom layer, which is the layer we cut. And he chose a strawberry and cream cheese flavoring and it was a hit. I chose something along the lines of a chocolate one, and the guests thought it was okay, but everyone loved the strawberries and cream cheese combination. That's interesting, and it also goes with your red and gold theme, kind of. Right. <laughs> we didn't expect that, but yeah, it really did go along together. That's awesome. Did you guys add any other events around your day, like a dessert party or a welcome party? No, we kept it really simple. So really, it was just us taking pictures with the photographer in the morning, doing a quick gift exchange underneath the Grand Floridian Christmas tree. We then transferred ourselves to the wedding pavilion, got married, yay, and had our reception with Mickey and Minnie and a couple of toasts here and there. But very simple. We just really wanted something that we can look back and say, yes, we did that perfect. And we don't like really the whole club and partying type of reception, at least for us. We are very laid back and we wanted to hear what our guests would say about us. And we wanted to have an event that was very special and it turned out to be a very emotional event, but it was very, very beautiful and lighthearted. That's wonderful. Can you give me a detailed timeline of how the day all fit together? Oh, sure. Well, we had hair and makeup come in at around 3 a.m. 
And that was a shock for the bridesmaids, but (laughs) they made it. And everyone, all the bridesmaids, the moms came into my room at the Grand and we got our hair and makeup done. We were probably in that stage until about 6 a.m., when we transitioned to taking a couple of photos with our photographer, Mikkel. She had us in our robes and took some bridesmaids pictures along with the moms. And afterwards, she went to the boys' room where they were getting ready and they already had their suits on. They were just doing some traditional poses where the uh, was putting on his tux. So they were putting on cufflinks and did some pictures with that as well. And while that was happening, the bridesmaids put on their dresses and we got a couple of snaps of myself getting into my wedding dress and wearing my mini slippers. And then after that, we went downstairs to head over to the Grand and we ended up at the second floor where it kind of overlooks the Christmas tree and is right in front of where the guests would hop on into the monorail line. And that's where we did our first look. At the first look, we took pictures there as well. And we made our way downstairs. Now we're downstairs and we're taking pictures underneath the Christmas tree. We took some family pictures and then Jeremy and I exchanged our Christmas gifts. I gave him an ornament. Well, actually, I gave him an avocado um, (laughs) as an inside joke. And then he gave his gift, which was a, a Beauty and the Beast rose. It was inside that little vase cover and it was beautiful. And I gave him a ornament that said our first Christmas as Mr. and Mrs. Tran, which meant a lot to him because I originally told him I wasn't changing my last name. And I had been saying that for a couple of years, but all this time I really was going to change it to his last name. So that was a very nice emotional touch. And I think we caused some people to have their makeup run, but it was worth it. Uh, (laughs) And then afterwards, we took more pictures around the carriage and everyone, the bridesmaids and the groomsmen headed over to the wedding pavilion while my mom and I, we hopped into the, oh, I forgot to mention, we hopped into the carriage that took us around the parking lot to the wedding pavilion. And then obviously we, you know, hopped down from the carriage and the pastor performed our ceremony and it was beautiful and I absolutely loved it. We exchanged our vows, our rings. We had some letters placed in a box that we are set to open up on our one-year anniversary. We will be contributing more letters as the years go on. So we're very excited to read our letters later on this month. And we then ended the ceremony exiting with the Beauty and the Beast song sang by John Legend and Ariana Grande. So it was very beautiful. Hmm. We finished the ceremony and we had the pedal toss exit. So uh, our family members were gathered in front of the wedding pavilion. And as we walked out, 
They tossed petals into our faces. And honestly, it was a very, very bad idea now in hindsight because our family, our families are very silly. So we didn't get very good pictures because we were truly pelted <laughs> in our faces by those petals. So <laughs> in hindsight, it was not a good idea. Our families are extremely tricky and they like to play uh, jokes on each other. So that happened and um, <laughs> we ended up still getting a few good pictures, but it wasn't as beautiful as we imagined it to be. Anyway, we ended up going into the um, carriage, which took us around the parking lot. And um, after our most of the guests that were not a part of the immediate, immediate family left, uh, they left for the California Grill. The close immediate family and the bridesmaids and groomsmen stayed behind to take pictures within the wedding pavilion and around the wedding pavilion, including the arch that is at the back and overlooks the um, Cinderella Castle and the lagoon in the background. Afterwards, we headed over in a, a van, I believe, to the uh, Contemporary Resort where we went up to the top floor and uh, got to the California Grill. So that's where we had our reception, and our reception um, had us announced by our MC. All of us, including the bridesmaids and groomsmen, were announced with some little cute blurbs behind each of them. And uh, lastly, we, myself and my husband, were announced as, you know, uh, for the first time, Mr. and Mrs. Tran. And we made our way to the sweetheart table where we got our first uh, meal of the day because we had not eaten all morning. And that was an amazing salad that the California Grill provided. And our guests were already nibbling on the hors d'oeuvres that was served prior to our arrival. Throughout the time we were eating, we had the steak and a couple of other sides served. And our MC, Jeremy's sister, she announced uh, different folks who would uh, give us toasts. And uh, that included my uncle, who actually flew from Japan wow. with his family to celebrate our wedding and his wedding anniversary. And it was actually their 30th wedding anniversary on Christmas Eve as well. So it was amazing. We got to celebrate that together. And uh, we had a couple of toasts made by our maids of honor. I had two. And he had two best men. So we he also had two of his best men have toasts as well. Later on... After everyone was done eating with the main courses, we had Mickey and Minnie pop up and greet all of us. And uh, we walked with them into the uh, area where they were serving the cake. And the cake was kind of cool because it was a Iron Man slash Cinderella castle cake with gold accents. And he had to, of course, have Iron Man because that's his absolute favorite character. And it still kind of went with the red and gold theme, so I okayed it, and um, it fit perfectly for our wedding especially. And we cut the cake with Mickey and Minnie, had some cute pictures taken, and then um, 
they were, they, Mickey and Minnie, were ushered over to um, the area right in front of the California Grill Bar. And it's a bit of an open area. And we were able to take some pictures with the family members. And I got to take my solo picture with Minnie showing off her shoes. And um, Jeremy got to take some pictures with um, Minnie. And he was down on one knee holding her hand. It was very, very cute. And a lot of the um, family members absolutely enjoyed that. And that was the very last event that we had. And everyone... um, was able to depart, um, knowing that they got to celebrate Christmas Eve morning slash early afternoon with us. So it was a beautiful wedding, beautiful reception. And we ended it right at around two. So we were ready for our Christmas Eve nap. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) When you mentioned your Iron Man cake, did you have to go through an approval process or anything to get a Marvel image on the cake? No, we didn't. Um, The request was just simply sent via email. I asked if, um, you know, can we have Iron Man's face on this cake? And they responded, yeah, sure, no problem. What we did have to go through, I guess, licensing. I'm not sure what they're really called. But we actually used the Happily Ever After song at the very end of the ceremony and that had to go through a licensing request. So we emailed the Disney music company, I guess two, three months prior and requested to have the happily ever after song uh, used in our ceremony. That is interesting. I wonder if that means now that everybody can use it or if everyone will have to jump through all those hoops if they want to use it. Yeah, I'm not really sure. It was um it took quite a while for them to respond to us actually. So I I hope no one ha- would have to go through that again and it's such a beautiful song and you you truly get your happily ever after with a Disney Wishes wedding. Hmm. Okay, so when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? We wanted Mickey and Minnie for sure. And we really highlighted the the food at the California Grill. We previously ate there multiple times and we knew we just had to have it. So our food budget was actually a little bit bigger than we anticipated because we wanted California Grill um, food menus. So that was a big slice of the pie that we absolutely dedicated to the California Grill. We didn't put too much effort into the flowers with the exception of my bouquet. I really wanted a beautiful Christmas-themed cascading bouquet with roses and pine cones and pine leaves, and I really wanted it to show that it was a Christmas wedding, a Christmas bouquet. So those were the three areas where we really put our budget into. Got it. I was also going to ask, did you request special Christmas outfits for Mickey and Minnie? No, we just um, asked for them to be in their gold costumes. Got it, because it went with your red and gold theme. Yes. Okay, and so then which aspects were less important where you saved your money and your effort? 
definitely the actual decor. The California Grill and the Grand Floridian itself, they were already decked out in Christmas decor. You had your beautiful Christmas tree in the Grand Floridian, and it was a great place for our photo ops. And within the Grand Floridian, we were able to also take um, photos overlooking the tree, which added to our gorgeous Christmas collection of photos. In the wedding pavilion itself, we really limited our decor just because we knew our ceremony was going to be on the shorter end. It was about 20 minutes. We didn't plan to have that many pictures within the wedding pavilion. And so we actually just opted for a couple of dustings of the rose petals down the aisle and the two giant vases with the roses and pine leaves and a side table with a picture of my dad. So very simple. And same with the California Grill. It was already decorated for Christmas. We took advantage of that. We saved a lot. And it was um, absolutely beautiful. We didn't have to add too much because it was already decorated and gorgeous. (laughs) So out of all of this, what ended up being your favorite memory of the day? There's a part where... Everyone had uh, already pelted us with petals, and we were already inside the carriage. It started moving, and Jeremy and I held hands, and we were being driven away and saying goodbye to our friends as we made our way around the parking lot. But that was our first moment by ourselves together, and we were an actual married couple. So... During that five-minute ride, we were whispering to each other, we can't believe this has happened. It was such a beautiful ceremony. You actually put my um, wedding band on backwards, but (laughs) it's okay. And we were just giggling, laughing like little teenagers. And we were like, we can't believe this is happening. We're riding in a carriage. What? We're married? What? So we were in a lot of shock and happy like thoughts. And of course, you know, it's Christmas. And we're like, this is the happiest day of our lives. And that is our favorite moment of the day. We mm-hmm. both agree that we absolutely love that five-minute carriage ride after we got married. That's wonderful. Now, you talked about having the surprise extra guest. Did anything else go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Yeah, because of the uh, surprise extra guests, we actually had to alter our seating arrangements. We originally made a beautiful seating chart that the guests could look at and uh, use it to find their seats. We named the tables after um, chapters, uh, you know, as a nod to Belle's love of books. And uh, we kind of wanted a half Christmas, half Beauty and the Beast type of uh, ceremony, right? So um, on the tables were books along with a... um, sign that said chapter one, chapter two, etc. 
because of the added extra guests, they had to switch our tables around so that the extra guests could sit at a, I believe, a six-person table instead of a four-person table, um, just because uh, that person wanted to sit next to their family members. So a couple of the tables were a bit mixed up, and um, my sister, who was originally uh, supposed to sit next to my bridesmaids, ended up sitting in the parents table and we didn't anticipate that but the california grill servers were awesome they were able to give her a plate and all the food and put in a chair and she had no problem sitting right there with the family with the parents and she was still able to talk to the bridesmaids uh, they were just one table over so that was one unexpected event after the extra guest Got it. Okay. And was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand when you were planning and then it turned out not to be? It didn't have to do with the actual wedding day itself. I think my most stressed out part was how are we going to make sure that everyone can get in and out on time? The Grand Floridian was already kind of crowded because it was December 23rd and everyone was already checking into their hotels and we were worried that some of our folks wouldn't arrive on time because that was our rehearsal date and um, we still had a couple folks get lost and um, still arrive late for rehearsal and even on the wedding day. So that was our concern because the wedding pavilion isn't, I guess, easy to find for some of the guests. And we still had some guests late. So that was one of our concerns. And honestly, it was all right because the ceremony was so short and they made it to the very end. So that was the part that we wanted them to see the very end where we're actually pronounced husband and wife. So they didn't miss that very important part. And we were okay with that. And they were there to pelt you with petals. <laughs> yes, yes, they were. <laughs> now, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I loved how Disney was able to take care of that extra guest. And it just shows you the level of customer service that they have for all of the folks that go into a Disney property. So. I love that. And it highlights such a great quality of the Disney company. So no, I wouldn't change anything. Disney did an outstanding job with accommodating my guest and with myself and my husband and our uh, random requests like an Iron Man uh, fondant on our cake and having Mickey and Minnie take pictures with all of our guests. I mean, it was only 41 people, but, you know, it's still a good amount of time to like take pictures with all of them. So it was an extraordinary day and Disney did an outstanding job. Do you have any other tips or advice for future wishes couples? If you're going to get married around the Christmas season, take advantage of the Christmas decor and you'll definitely save on the added expense of extra flowers, extra um, table ornaments, and it, it will really make your wedding a Christmas wedding. 
However, if you want to get married in December and you don't like Christmas, you should not have your reception at the California Grill because it is absolutely decked out in Christmas decor. <laughs> That's a great tip. <laughs> Do you have any other tips or advice? I would highly recommend getting Carrie's book. That book was amazing and helped me with the entire planning process. And it actually also helped me decide to have a wishes wedding. Oh, that's interesting. You were thinking of doing escape? Yes, I was. But nope, wishes, your book was the deciding factor. Ah. Well, Nanika, thank you so much for joining me today. I think you've offered a lot of great tips for anyone interested in having a Wishes Collection event or incorporating Christmas into their Disney wedding, and I appreciate your taking the time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, and I'm so glad to have shared these tips with everyone. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com. <laughs>